Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, I'm so excited today. I'm so happy today. I'm recording from inside my house because it is raining like crazy outside. And if I was sitting in a car, first I would get drenched trying to go there. And then once I got in, you would just hear like the rain because it's like really pouring down. And I think it's because we are getting the remnants from Hurricane Zeta. So we are getting a lot of rain here in Alabama. So I decided to do the podcast in my house, in my closet, where is my other place that I consider my studio. So that is where I am today. And it's nice because it's nice, it's dry. I'm good. I am so excited. Last week, I got a chance to do an interview on the Ryan Beeline web show, and it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I just love being able to go on different podcasts and talk about relationships and talk to people about things that we've discovered, things that we learned. It was a lot of fun. So if you guys get a chance, go check that out. I think the episode came out last night, but if you go to my website, um, not the website, you go to my Facebook page, the Music and Vibes Podcast Facebook page, and you just scroll down, you should see it because I made sure I put it there. So you'll see it and you'll get a chance to watch it. And then go check him out. He's really good. I like his podcast and his web show. So I'm sure you would enjoy it too. So go check that out. I also want to talk to you a little bit about season five. We have almost a week to go. Not no. Yeah, no, two weeks because next week is the fourth, I think. And then a week after is when the 11th and when we start season five i'm super excited i'm trying to get so many things ready for you guys but i don't want to tell you and spoil the surprise because i want you to be floored i want you to be excited and surprised so just know i'm working on season five i promise you you're gonna love the updates the different things that we're doing it's gonna be a lot of fun so i'm excited about that so november 11th mark that on your calendar is season five There's going to be new music, new topics, everything is just going to be so much fun. So I just want to just let you know about that. What we're going to do today, and until season five starts in a couple of weeks, I told you we're going to go and we're going to talk about previous episodes that I have done before that I feel are still relevant now. So today, the episode that we're going to listen to is going to be talking about spirituality in your marriage. But before we get to that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. I know a lot of people had the false and misconception that spirituality means that you're going to church or that you're religious. And that is not true. And so I just want to bring that out, that that's not true. Spirituality has nothing to do with going to church. It has nothing to do with religion. It has everything to do with a relationship that you have with God or your belief in a higher power or something to that effect. So don't think that um, if you're having issues in your marriage or your relationship that you can't pray about it because you don't go to church and because you're not religious. That has nothing to do with anything. God will listen to you just like he will hear anybody. It doesn't matter if you go to church. It doesn't matter if you are religious. It doesn't matter if you've never spoken to him before in your life. If you just ask him and talk to him, he will listen to you and he will talk back to you and he will give you advice on what to do. Now, if you are not a believer in God, but you believe in a higher power, then whatever it is that you do to, as far as your belief in the higher power, that can also help your marriage. Meditation can help your marriage, yoga, all of these things that have like spiritual basis can 
help your marriage and can improve your marriage. So I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there because I don't want you to get in the mindset of thinking that, oh, well, I don't go to church and I'm not religious and I believe in a higher power and I don't really believe in God. I don't want you to think that there's not help out there for you because that's not true. There is help. So spirituality is just basically you being in touch with a higher power or if God is the person you go to, you be in touch with God or you be in touch with self-assessment, meditation, all of those things can help your marriage. So in the podcast, we do talk about prayer, but we also talk about meditation. We talk about yoga. We talk about a number of things that is beneficial to your marriage. So as you listen to the podcast, you know, just listen to it and know that there are other things besides church and actually having a specific religion that you can do to also help your marriage just by being spiritually minded. You can definitely improve the odds of your marriage and improve the success of your marriage. So that's pretty much what I want to talk to you about. Now, the song that we're going to hear today on the podcast is called um, God. And the song just talks about how God is there for you and you can talk to him anytime. And so I just pick, I feel that this song would be a good song for this particular episode. So that's the song you're going to listen to. And I hope you enjoy this episode on spirituality and your marriage. On today's episode of Mutant Vibes, I would like to talk about how spirituality can enhance your relationship. Over the past few years, there have been a lot of movies made about how prayer can save your marriage or how prayer, and I'm talking about the movie The War Room, has helped people save their marriage or how having a relationship with God can save your marriage. And I'm talking about the movie Fireproof, which inspired the book The Love Dear, which I have tried, but I've never gotten completely through. That's a whole nother story, a whole nother podcast. Anyway, both of these movies were tremendous hits in the Christian community, and it gave hopes to thousands of individuals who saw these movies and saw that their marriages could be either helped or saved. And to be honest, I know a lot of people who are not Christians, per se, but they watched these movies and they were really inspired. So here's what the movies were about. I'm not going to tell you everything because I have a habit of spoiling the movies. I'm a movie spoiler by nature because I like to tell people everything. So I'm not going to go exactly into detail about everything that happened. I'm just going to give you the gist of what happened so that we can talk about it in the podcast. But if you want to watch either The War Room or Fireproof, I believe you can either catch it on Netflix or you can rent it online. You can get it. So if you want to look up those movies, go ahead, look them up, watch them. So I promise you I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'll try not to anyway. So in the movie War Room, it is about this couple, and the couple's name is Liz and Tony. Now, they seem to have everything going for them, a beautiful home, good careers, a beautiful daughter, but the sad reality is that they are not happy, and their marriage looks like it's headed for divorce. Now, Liz happens to be a real estate agent, and throughout the course of the movie, she meets this older lady who encourages her to pray for her marriage instead of fighting or arguing with her husband. Now, she meets the lady because the lady wants her to sell her house. And so somehow, you know how it is, you start talking to people, developing a rapport, and this came out about the marriage or whatever. So the older lady befriends her and encourages her to pray for her marriage instead of fighting or arguing with her husband. To make a long story short, Liz and the older lady become friends, and... 
Liz begins to pray for her marriage, which she does. And at the end of the movie, the marriage is saved, the relationship is restored. Now, of course, I'm not going to tell you all the obstacles that they had to overcome in the movie. But through prayer and Liz's faith in God, they were able to overcome these obstacles and the marriage is saved. Okay, so that's the movie War Room. Now, in the movie Fireproof, that was about a firefighter named Caleb, whose marriage was headed for divorce. His wife had already served some divorce papers. It seemed like there was no hope in trying to save this marriage. In the movie, Caleb talks to his father about how terrible things are in his marriage, how his wife wants a divorce and separation. He really talked, he have a heart-to-heart talk with his father. So his father encourages him to delay the divorce and follow a procedure called the love dare to make them fall in love again. Now, in the movie, Caleb's dad also did the same thing or he had experienced the love there in his marriage, and he said it worked for him. So throughout the movie, Caleb follows the steps laid out in this book called The Love Dare for him, and eventually he's able to save his marriage. Now throughout the movie, Caleb does experience some setbacks, and I'm going to say I was holding my breath because, you know, it did not seem like it's going to work out. But he's able to make progress by following the directions in the book, The Love Dare, that he got. It was more like a journal that his dad gave him, and it had Love Dare on it. So since all of my friends and family, like I told you, no, I'm a spoiler. I'm not going to spoil it, but in the end, everything worked out for him. Even though I'm a Christian, I do believe in God, and I do believe in the power of prayer. However, I do realize that everyone listening to this podcast may not believe in God. So I think that before we go any further or any deeper with this topic, that we need to first understand what spirituality is. According to Webster's Dictionary, spirituality is a state or habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in a person or a thing. Now, this is important because spirituality can mean different things to different people. Now, for me, my spirituality is defined in my belief and trust in God and so and in prayer. So since I believe in God, that's spirituality for me. But your spirituality can be defined by your belief in a higher power and that there's someone bigger organizing and orchestrating this whole big universe that we live in. Or it could be positive thinking and your belief that if you think positive, your, what you think affects what you do. Or it could even be karma. I don't know. But what I do know is that the majority of us do believe that there is someone out there who is bigger and more powerful than we are. Whether we call this spirituality religion, karma, positive thinking, the most of us most of us can honestly say that we are on some type of spiritual journey. And even though your spiritual journey may be different from mine, it does not mean that your journey is less important or even less spiritual for that matter. Did you know that spirituality does have an effect on your marriage or your relationship? Maybe the saying, the family that prays together stays together, might have some truth to it after all. Now, as we discuss more about the podcast, I am going to focus on prayer and belief in God because that's what spirituality is for me. However, I do not want, I want you, if that is not what spirituality is for you, know that whatever it is that you believe in, whether it's a higher power, positive thinking, these things are helpful to your marriage as well. So research shows that couples who share either a spiritual experience together have a better quality of life than couples who don't share a spiritual experience. Now, as I said before, this Spiritual experience could be if you believe in a higher power or positive thinking. If you and your you and your spouse believe the same thing, then you are bound to experience 
a higher quality and a better quality of life than those who don't have a a spiritual experience together. Now, some of the benefits that spiritual connected couples share are, okay, this is a good one, better physical health, economic success, a longer lifespan, and a more stable home environment for raising children. Who knew that being spiritual could do so much for your marriage or your relationship? So, here are some things that you did not know about, or here are some benefits that you don't know about being a spiritual couple. Okay, number one, spiritual connectedness increases happiness. Those who share spiritual beliefs often have a longer relationship because they believe the same thing. So, if my husband and I are on the same page when it comes to our spiritual beliefs and what we believe and our morals and our values, then our relationship is going to be better and it'll last longer. I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect, but we have the same ideal. So if we believe in prayer together, then if we're mad about something or something bad comes up, we'll pray together. Or if you guys believe in positive thinking, if something bad happens, you guys will talk about it and together you will figure out a way to navigate through that difficulty. That is how it will work if you have similar spiritual beliefs. Rather than one person believes this thing, the other person doesn't believe the same thing. It's just difficult to connect if you don't believe the same thing. And what is considered to be the first significant study associated with relationships and belief across ethnic lines, researchers conclude that a definitive link exists between couples' belief and a satisfaction derived from a relationship. This was surprising to me because I didn't know that it really mattered that much. I remember being a kid, and you know how it is. I was in church, and they, there's a verse in the Bible that said, don't be unequally yoked. I always thought this was the dumbest thing I ever heard. I was just like, well, you should marry who you love, and it shouldn't matter what they believe in. But according to research, it does show that if you and your spouse share similar spiritual beliefs, that your relationship is going to be longer and that it's going to be better. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, God was on to something. He knew what he was talking about. It wasn't pretty much saying that you should think you're better than other people who believe something totally different and that's why you won't marry them. It's not even about that. It's about if you want your marriage to last longer and be a success, then it helps out if you guys both believe the same thing. It's not the end all. And if you're married to someone who doesn't have a similar spiritual belief as you, it does not mean that your relationship is headed for a demise. It doesn't. You're just going to have to work harder to navigate through some issues and come to a common ground. That's all it means. And you too can also be successful. But today we're just talking about how spiritual connectedness increases your happiness. So that was one thing that did surprise me. I was like, oh, there's research to back this stuff up. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I thought it was amazing and cool that if you guys both believe the same spiritual belief, that your relationship is going to be happier and it's going to be longer. Yeah, I know, right? Who knew? The next thing I found out is that spiritual couples are emotionally healthier. Now, in a Columbia University study, spiritual or religious practices often thicken the brain um, region associated with counteracting depression. I did not know that. In a study published by JAMA Psychiatry, 103 adults were questioned in regards to their religious or spiritual practices. Interestingly enough, those that valued their practices highly displayed a thicker area 
in the part of the brain that offsets depressive symptoms. According to Lisa Miller, a professor and director of clinical psychology at Columbia University, the new study links this extremely large portion, or the, the new star, excuse me, According to Lisa Miller, a professor and director of clinical psychology at Columbia University, the new study links this extremely large protective benefit of spirituality or religion to, to previous studies which identified large expansions of the cortexal thinning in specific regions of the brain, which is a risk for major depression. Okay, so I guess what it's saying is that people who believe in God or higher power or have some kind of spiritual connectedness and believe in their spiritual or religious practices, they are more, it's easier for them to get over depression. And it's because they have something to believe in. So it's easier if you believe that there's something bigger than you that's going to handle a situation rather than feeling all the pressure to handle a situation. Now, when we I say this, I'm talking about people who get depressed because of situations. Depression is a normal part of life. It happens to all of us. It is only considered to be a disorder when it happens for longer periods of times and your depression symptoms do not leave, they're not alleviated, and your symptoms still are there. So for those people who experience situational depression like we all do, you're depressed because of certain things that happen, having a religious foundation can help you be healthier because you won't be depressed as long and your symptoms won't be as severe. So, and it also helps to offset depressive symptoms. So, for example, I know for myself, I do get anxiety or stressed out when things don't seem to be going my way because I just want things to be perfect. I want things to be right. And I want to know how things are going to work out. And so if I don't know how things are going to work out and if I don't feel like I'm in control, then I do experience depression or anxiety because I'm just like, I don't know what to do. But I notice that when I personally just say, God, I don't know what to do, you handle this, my anxiety goes away, I no longer feel depressed or stressed because I know that there's someone bigger than me who's handling my problems. So that's how religion helps me when it comes to stress, anxiety, and depression. And so I think this study shows that if you have some type of religious practice, it helps you navigate and you don't feel so much pressure on yourself because, you know, there's somebody bigger out there who's going to take care of it. Things are going to work out so you don't feel as stressed. Now, for those of us who, um, if you do have a diagnosis of depression, I do want you to take into account that depression is something that affects your relationship. And if you are experiencing it or have a diagnosis of depression, then it's important for you to go see a counselor, take your medication. Because let me just let you know, the 103 people that they surveyed and questioned and talked to, this study was based on 103 people who did not have a clinical diagnosis, who did not have a diagnosis of depression. So the results that they get are for people who typically are not experiencing depression or have a diagnosis of it. But if you do have a diagnosis of depression, I would advise you to know that your marriage can still work, things are still gonna be fine, and you just need to continue to see your doctor, take your medication if your doctor has prescribed medication, and continue to see your counselor. Do that, and your marriage will still be good. Because a lot of people think that um, 
if they have depression, they're not spiritual, which is not even true. You can be spiritual and you can still have depression and you can be spiritual and you can still need medication. Spirituality has nothing to do with any type of disorder you have or physical disease that you have. It has nothing to do with that. It's a state of mind. It's how you feel and what you believe. It's not a physical thing. So if you do have a diagnosis of depression, continue to take your medication and do what you need to do and your marriage will still be fine. Believe it or not, I didn't know this either. Depression is one of the major causes of divorce. And so the results of this study are immensely important because it shows that the devoted are apparently better equipped biologically to counteract with the precursors of depression, which can have a positive impact on the emotional satisfaction one gets from a relationship. And if you are taking medication and seeing a counselor and you're still spiritual and all of this stuff go hand in hand, the same thing goes for you as well. So I just wanted to point that out, that spiritual couples, according to this research, are emotionally healthier. Yeah. The next thing I found out is that prayer increases commitment. Prayer seemingly increases commitment for your spouse. In a journal of family psychology, partner focus prayer. An aspect of prayer where one partner devotes time praying for another shows an increase in levels of commitment and relationship satisfaction. Now, this is exciting because it goes along with what the war room was talking about. Because in that movie, the lady was praying for her husband. He was not praying for her, nor did he even know she was praying about it. But she prayed for him and things got better. And it did increase the level of commitment and satisfaction in their relationship. So, it shows that, that they maybe they were on to something, you know? Because in this study that's found in the Journal of Family Psychology, it shows that partner-focused prayer can increase levels of commitment and relationship satisfaction. I also think this is so encouraging because so many times it may be a situation where your spouse is not on a spiritual journey with you, or they may not be where you are in their spiritual journey. But the great thing is it doesn't even matter. Like, they may go to church, they may not. Maybe they believe in something. They may believe in God, they may not. It doesn't even matter because this study shows that if you believe in God or if you believe in prayer or if you believe that things are going to work out and you pray about it, you, just being that one person, you, if you pray for your spouse every single day or if you pray for your spouse on a regular and consistent basis, then your marriage is going to improve. And I think find that so helpful because so many times we all, it takes two to do things in marriage, which is great. Don't don't think, I love the teamwork of marriage, but there are some times where it's important to know there are things you can do on your own that can increase the quality of your marriage. So prayer is one of them. So I just wanted to let you know, it's okay if only you are praying for your spouse. Your marriage can get better just because of you praying for your spouse. So like I said earlier, I guess the movie War Room was on to something. Another thing that we did find out about people who are spiritually connected is that sometimes spirituality equals kindness. People often use acts of kindness as a benchmark for how effective spiritual and religious practices are. Now this is fair considering that many religious or spiritual people are far from are far from what is generally considered to be kind. Which is true. I met some people who claim to be Christians and they were like the meanest people ever. But that's not everybody. And that's what I tell people. You know, it's like 
everybody who said that they're a Christian or everyone who said that they're spiritual, regardless of what journey you are on, it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily be kind. So I think sometimes we go into this setting ourselves up for failure, like, oh, well, they said they were a Christian and they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Or they said they believe in positive thinking, but they're the most negative person I ever met. Or they said they believe in a higher power, but they're trying to do all this stuff on their own. And it's not healthy for us to think that way because just because you identify as something don't mean that you are that yet and I think it's important because many of us have married people who we thought were Christians or were positive thinkers or believed in a higher power and then once we got together and once we married then we realized that oh wow that's not the case it may be the case that they do believe in that maybe they are a Christian maybe they are and I would say maybe they are a Christian. That's for God to judge, not us. Maybe they do believe in a higher power. Maybe they are positive thinkers. But maybe they're just not where they need to be in that journey yet. Believe me, spirituality and religion is a journey. You can't just get up one day and say, hey, I'm a Christian and expect to be perfect. That's not going to happen. You can't get up one day after you've been thinking negative and say, you know what? I'm going to think positive. It doesn't happen. You can't get up one day after years of believing in nothing and say, I think there's a higher power. You can say that, and it's true, but being spiritual is more than just acknowledging that there's something bigger than you or I in the universe. It is about being kind. It's about being considerate. It's about being caring, putting the welfare of other people first. Now, that is what all of this is about. And so if we are spiritual or religious, then it will affect our relationship because we're going to be kind. It is going, we are going to be considerate. We're going to put our husband or wife's needs above our own. We're going to think about them and we're going to monitor what we say, how we do things. You know, that is what we're going to do. And it's funny because all the things that spiritual people are supposed to be doing or we try to do are things that are needed to make a marriage work. So that is why if you are connected spiritually with your spouse or if you are a spiritual person your marriage is going to see the results of all the spirituality because things are going to be better you're going to be kinder you're going to be nicer more understanding more forgiving more loving and those are that is what should happen in our marriages if we are on a spiritual journey now granted we all have some work to do but we're going to do the best that we can and we're going to keep working at it because we are a work in progress so yeah that's another thing that happens when you are spiritual in your marriage and when you allow spirituality into your marriage. And spirituality also relieves stress. Now, I talked about it earlier, but yeah, spirituality relieves stress. Now, stress happens in varying degrees and it plays a role in each of our lives. Stress could be work, stress could be kids, stress could be finances. Stress can even be family obligations. Believe me, I've experienced some of that stress, especially yesterday. We have one car in our home, and my husband had to do an interview at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. My daughter had band practice, a mandatory band practice that lasted until 5. My husband's interview was like an hour away with traffic. So we were trying to figure it out. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, maybe I could rent a car. And I tried. But guess what? There were no cars available. Like, seriously, I called Enterprise, I called Budget, I called Avis. Any car place you could think of in Madison, Alabama, I called. And they said they had nothing available for yesterday. In addition to that, I asked them to look into um, 
other locations that are close to us, which would be like Athens, Decatur, Huntsville, nothing. So I was unable to rent a car. So eventually my husband and I, we talked about it. Of course, I was like, God, I don't know what to do. What should I do? And then after that, I was just like, okay, I'm going to let God handle it. So what happened yesterday is that we decided, I talked to my daughter and I was just like, you're going to have to miss your mandatory rehearsal because your dad has to go do this interview for a job. So that is what happened. But even though she missed it, she was okay with it. It was peaceful. He went and did his thing. And it was good. And they called him back for a second interview. So that was pretty good because he's trying to expand his career options. So that was a good thing. So spirituality helped me with stress because I was like, God, you got to take care of it. I tried everything I could try. That was it. And so then I stopped worrying about it and I was able to move forward throughout my day and things worked out. Now, according to the Mayo Clinic, spirituality helps to relieve these stressors in a few different ways, specifically by helping you connect with yourself in the world, expand your support network, feel a sense of purpose, have a healthier life, and release control. And that's exactly what I said helped me do. It helped me release control. Like, I tried, can't do anything, God deal with it. So that is what spirituality can do. And believe me, when you release control and realize there's nothing you can do and just let things go, you feel such peace and it's like a weight has been lifted off your shoulder because you just know things are going to work out. They always do. And the funny thing is that even though we know for a fact that things always work out, we always forget it with different situations come and think we have to do this. But the great thing about it is like we don't have to do this. All we have to do is trust that God is going to work things out and let him handle things. So that is how spirituality can play a role in your marriage. Now you'll notice that each one of these plays a direct role in our relationships. It plays a role, a role in our health, our connectedness with our partner or spouse, our purpose. It helps us let go of control because sometimes control issues can kill a marriage and it supports us in our emotional state of mind and what we're feeling and in our worst emotional well-being. Now, all of these are healthy for us in our marriage. And so when all of these things happen, our marriage gets better because we're not stressing about things. We're not fighting with our spouse. We're not being irritable because we, have, we are centered and we know that things are going to work out. More importantly, in relieving stress through spiritual or religious practices, you diminish the likelihood that stress will negatively impact your relationship. Spirituality does this by nurturing your relationship and creating a deeper understanding and appreciation for your loved one. There, which is true because you do work together and you appreciate your loved one. Now, I think this is amazing. And I am, when I read all this, I was excited. And I know that this was a lot of research that was put into this podcast, but I did that purposely because I wanted to back up the idea that there is some credence to the fact that spirituality does play a huge role in the success of your marriage and your relationship. Now, I personally know for a fact that God in prayer has helped me and even saved my marriage. Yes, my husband and I have had difficult situations that we had to navigate through, but this is life. I mean, who doesn't have difficult situations that they had to navigate through? But however, knowing God has helped me through these difficult situations, and it helped make these situations less difficult and easier for both of us to navigate through as a couple. This week, I want to encourage you to give prayer a try. 
And the great thing about praying for your spouse, and I say start off with that one for me because it's easier to pray for someone. And the thing about praying for someone, when you're praying for someone, it's hard to hate them. When you're praying for someone, it's hard to hold a grudge. When you're praying for someone, it's hard to be mad at them. When you're praying for someone, it's hard to want anything other than good things for them. So that is why I encourage you this week to let's begin our spiritual journey and make our relationships better. And we can start that by praying for our spouse. Now, they don't even have to know that you're doing it. And I would say probably don't tell them that you're praying for them. Just do it and see what happens. Because there's God can do so many things if you just pray for your spouse. And you can see many improvements. So if you and your spouse are fighting all the time, stop fighting, start praying. If there is something that your spouse needs to do or refuses to do or is not capable of doing or don't understand how to do it or I don't know, for whatever reason it is they're not doing it, stop nagging them. And just start to pray about it. Let prayer become the first thing that you do in your marriage instead of arguing. God can do more for your marriage than all the nagging and arguing can do. Believe me, I know. I've tried that nagging. I've tried arguing. tried all that. Didn't work. But once I started to pray, then things started to work. So that is my encouragement to you this week. And just think about it, how spirituality can increase your relationship. Now, if you're already spiritual or religious or believe that there is someone bigger than us in this world monitoring and governing our lives, then we are, you're on the right track and your marriage will definitely see the benefits from it. If you're not, then I just advise you, look at the research, take into consideration, and then choose if this is something you want to include in your relationship to help you guys grow and get stronger and have a longer relationship. Because if you're like me, I want to be married for, I want to be the person married for 50, 60 years who are like in our 80s and they're like but they've been married for like 50 years you know I, I want to be that person and I want us to grow old together and all of those things but none of this will happen if we do not pay attention to our marriages and by paying attention to our marriages in every aspect we're making it better and we are increasing the odds that our marriages can be what we want them to be so this week we talked about how spirituality can increase and improve your marriage and the quality of your marriage and the longevity of it so if you're not spiritual or religious i say give it a try like what do you have to lose you don't have anything to lose if anything you can just see benefits and if you see this is not working for you then you can stop doing it but i do encourage you at least to try it to see how this can improve your marriage and so how you can see how god can work things out and also help your spouse now i do want to let you know that when you pray for your spouse the great thing about it is that you begin to change and you begin to see them in a, in a different light, which is great because you can't have one person change and you stay the same. That's not going to work. So as you pray for your spouse, you'll both begin to change and you both will get closer together and the happiness and the will get better. It will increase and your marriage will get better. From the storm, 
Before I end the podcast, I would just like to thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, for being here, for listening. It really means a lot to me to know that you guys are out there listening to me and hanging out with me. And like I always say, you guys seem more like friends than listeners. So thank you so much for just spending this time with me and hanging out. I also want to tell you a little bit about BetterHelp, um, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. They are sponsoring this um, podcast. And so I just want to tell you a little bit about them and what they do. Now, BetterHelp is an online counseling service that you can get help with counseling. And I know that if you are in the United States and wherever you are, most of us are still in quarantine or if we're not in quarantine, we're being encouraged to stay home. Um, in Alabama, it's called the Safer at Home Initiative. And so with that being said, it's going to be difficult for you to really just go out to see a counselor or something like that. So it's very convenient to be able to do counseling online. And that is what BetterHelp offers. They offer counseling online. I know this podcast is all about how to better your relationship, how to be the best you that you can be. And that is what my goal is for you guys. That's what my goal is for myself. And that is the goal that BetterHelp has for everyone that comes to work with them. Now, it's easy to talk about being a better version of yourself, but sometimes you need the extra help. You need the counseling. You need that extra push. And there's nothing wrong with going to counseling and seeing a counselor. It just means that you have, you're self-aware and you recognize that there are some things that you need to work on. And that is what counseling is, just realizing there are some things you need to work on. So BetterHelp can help you with all of these things. The thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they have different expertise that may not be available in your area, but you are still able to get them and they're available to you because they are online. So if you're not in the United States, no problem. They can still help you. If you are in a different country, they can help you overseas, wherever you are, they can help you. As long as you have internet, laptop or smartphone (laughs) you know they can help you it's easy to sign up for counseling sessions you can talk to your counselor when you first sign up and join under like 48 hours then after that if you need to change a counselor you can you can also schedule video sessions and phone sessions to talk to a counselor and the thing that i love about it is that it's affordable i know money might be tight for some people but this is affordable and even if you feel like this is something you cannot afford i would say try it out anyway because they have financial aid available so that you can still get the help that you need guys they this company is serious when they say it is about making sure that you're the best version of yourself that you can be because they're willing to help whether you can afford it or not afford it so go check them out the good thing is they've given all of our listeners um, a 10 percent discount off the very first month when you sign out so when you sign up you'll get 10 percent off the very first month as long as you put in our code our promo code which is music and vibes but i will have all of that for you in the show notes and you can just go click on the link The link will take you to their page and then put music and vibes in the promo code and you'll get 10% off the first month order. And this is helpful. It can help you a lot. And this is good. And I'm glad that they're partnering with us because we have the same goals. And I know you want to be emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, and you want your marriage to thrive and be the best you that you can be. Even if you're not in a relationship, you still want to be the best you that you can be so that when you get into a relationship, your relationship can thrive and you can offer that person that you're with the very best the very best version of yourself that you are 
And I just think this is very good. So I'm excited to share this with you. Go check them out. You get 10% off the first month. And go see what counseling can do for you and how it can help you navigate through different situations you could be experiencing in your life right now as we speak. Now this week on the Facebook Live, what we're going to be doing is talking about finances. Yes, because this is October. Did you guys know that next week is November? Yeah, I was looking at my calendar trying to schedule some interviews and I was like, oh my, November is next week. So we are quickly getting out of October. We're getting ready to go into the holiday months. You know, there's November. We have Thanksgiving. Then December, we have Christmas. So if you guys want to be financially stable during this time of the year, or want to make sure your finances are in order, or just want to navigate how you're going to do the holiday season because you may be having some financial difficulties, tune in tomorrow at 10 o'clock, which is Thursday. So tomorrow is Thursday at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live, and it's on the um, Facebook page. So you will go to the Music and Vibes Facebook, no, the Music and Vibes podcast, and then you'll come to our Facebook page. And once you get there, you will see the Facebook Live. And I've done some in the past, so you can scroll, visit, see what you want to see, read whatever content you want to read. It's all available for you. But tomorrow, meet me there at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. And we will be talking about how to be financially stable during this time and how you and your couple, how you and your husband or wife can, as a couple, work together with the finances. And so hopefully this will eliminate a lot of arguments that some people have during the holiday season. It'll take away a lot of stress and anxiety because you will be able to know what you need to do with your finances, how you need to balance your checkbook or do whatever it is you need to do to make sure that you come out of this season unscathed and being able to get gifts that are nice for people, but that you can also afford and still be on top of your financial goals at the end of the holiday season and as you move on into 2021 yeah we're getting there huh so join me tomorrow 10 o'clock a.m facebook live central standard time on the facebook page um and i'll be there and i'll see you and ask me any questions now i may not respond immediately because it's kind of hard for me to concentrate and type but if i see it i'll try to mention it or answer your question or whatever if i don't i promise you after it's over i will send you a, a message answering your question or talking to you about what you addressed in the Facebook Live, in the chat. All right, so do that. And before I go, I want you to share and subscribe. So I want you to subscribe because we have a lot of things coming up and I'm excited to share it with you. I want you to share because I want other people to hear the podcast as well. So if you're enjoying it, go ahead and share. Let that be like an early gift. Okay, don't tell them it's a gift because they might call you cheap. But it just let that be something you do. So subscribe, share, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, and there's a link for all of these things on our webpage. So go ahead and do that. Um, if you need to contact me, you can always reach me on Facebook. You can also reach me um, on Instagram. And you can just, and I'll send an email. I'm going to try my best to come up with an email for next season where you can email me as well if you need to but for right now the best thing ways to contact me would be through facebook and also instagram so those are the best ways and i promise you if you contact me in any way and leave me a message i promise you i will respond so that means you can't just follow me 
and be like, well, she never said anything. Well, no, I didn't because you didn't send me a message. So send me a message, and I promise you, if you send me a message, I will answer, I will talk to you, whatever. So these are the ways to contact me. So I look forward to hearing from you, and I can't think of anything else. So I'm going to end the podcast. Guys, it's been amazing. It's been wonderful. Thank you for hanging out with me, and we'll talk later. All right, bye-bye.